Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I'm so excited about today's episode. We are chatting with Somi Om. She is a cosmic liaison and an ascension guide, and she is breaking down how to connect to our highest dimensional self. And this is really to create our fifth dimensional ascension. So we're going to be talking about unlocking the keys to our ascension, the solar flash, and what the earth's ascension will look like and feel like in the fifth dimension and how to collapse to unite into oneness. And we're going to talk about radical authenticity, remembering your highest divine self, healing your childhood wounds, deprogramming the Saturn moon matrix. Like we're going freaking deep. So if you don't know what ascension is and you are new to this work, I'm going to break it down in the simplest form. Essentially, we have multiple timelines and dimensions that are existing in parallel. And in order to ascend to our highest consciousness consciousness and our highest multidimensionality, we need to collapse these timelines and dissolve the lower vibrational timelines by doing the inner work and then accessing the higher vibrational timelines. And when we do this, we are ascending to our highest self and existing in a higher dimension. So we're literally pulling down that higher vibration version of you and bringing that frequency and reality into the physical plane. And when enough of us do that here on earth, we've reached a 5d ascension globally, and also it's going to ship things universally. So it's It's big, it's huge, and we're gonna be diving into it in this episode. So make sure you check out Somi. She's so amazing. You can book a reading with her, which we've linked in the show notes. And if you wanna learn more about Ascension, we're actually gonna be doing a 14-day Ascension challenge soon and talking about the universal laws so that you can integrate your highest dimensional self. So we're going to be doing that together. So if you're not yet on our newsletter, make sure you join the Awakened newsletter. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Co. And you can do all that through the show notes. We will link you all there. And I mean, you should also just join the Rituals by Chakra Girl app because that's where we're going to be putting all the challenges in this, all the rituals in this challenge. And we have so many other rituals that will help your ascension on there. It's only $7.99 per month. And we are giving you guys 15% off of the annual membership if you do that annual membership with the coupon code podcast. So join the app, you guys. We will help you ascend. We have so many amazing advanced rituals on there to help you access deeper consciousness. So yay, let's dive into this episode. You are just going to be obsessed with Somi. Here we go. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. I am your host and spiritual BFF, Amberly Lyons. We're on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have such a lovely guest today. Her name is Somi Om. She is a cosmic liaison and ascension guide, providing cosmic guidance for soul growth on your ascension journey. She is the founder of Somi Speaks, which is all about cosmic expansion and alchemy. I started following Somi for her fearless, maskless, not consenting content, and I got hooked into her ascension support and consciousness lifting channeled content. You guys will all love her so much. We're going to shift into higher vibration today. Just listening to her talk. Welcome to the show, Somi. 
Hi, hello, hello, hello. I'm happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. So let's dive into our slumber party questions. What is your sun, moon, and rising? So I am Taurus, sun, mm-hmm. Aries, moon, and Cancer, rising. Okay. So you really work. You you do that work. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've got like triple Aries in my main chart though. So wow. like, I, and I feel, and you know about like the 13th uh, astrological sign and how we're moving into a 13th cosmic cycle, right? Yes. So, you know, I feel that the more that we end up embodying our higher selves, the more we're going to be aligned and tuned in into our 13th astrological sign. So technically, even though I'm, I, you know, I was born as a Taurus sign, I'm, starting to embody more of my Aries because Aries is like my new sun sign based on the new chart. Oh, I definitely feel Aries from you. You you feel it? Yeah. Like the fiery, like, yeah, I feel the Aries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then there's the other side to me where it's like, I'm so Zen and so chill and grounded um, with the whole Taurus part. I don't know about grounded. I'm working on that right now, yeah, but yeah. definitely it's like a polarity of my like feminine and masculine sign. And that's actually what my name means. And, um, which is about the balance about of masculine and feminine polarities and bring it into unity and oneness and literally Did your parents know that. So yeah, kind of, kind of not really. Um, So the way that I figured out what my like name is in light language, uh, I I actually got this, you know, through my own, you know, inner communication and QHHT and channeling and things like that. But I basically like this lifetime, my soul basically decided to really just be the fullest expression of my true and highest self right Mm -hmm. so even in light language like my name is like literally what it stands for so represents solar like the sun or the masculine energy whereas me represents the moon which is the feminine energy right so it's oh. sun shining over the moon and um you know the universal sound meaning unity or oneness so my name represents my soul mission which essentially means i'm bringing the masculine and feminine into oneness and this is the age uh, of Aquarius that we're going into and bringing in union between the polarities. Mm. So here I am. Oh, it all makes sense. My, yeah. Well, my name literally means like crystal healer. And then my last name is like a tailor. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I like fashion. And I also like people to cut their shit out. So oh, I love it. <laughs> Wait, what? So what's your sign? So my, so my, well, so my name is Amber Lee. So it's like, Amber is literally like a crystal. Lee oh. actually means healer. So like crystal healer, which is how I actually started on my spiritual journey was like crystal yeah. healing. You're and crystal then baby too. Crystal, what's that? You're crystal star seed. I am. Um, that was my next question for you, actually. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Um, you know what? Uh, okay, so I got a uh, moon quartz right beside me right now. I actually got that as a gift. Mm-hmm. And I, it's actually a very interesting story because 
I, you know, I, I wasn't on Instagram to, you know, for any services or anything like that. I was purely on there for self-expression and, but my soul has been pushing me to really assist the collective during this time. So, you know, when you hear the call, you got to follow, right? And at one point I was guided to just start doing energy reading. So I just picked, I just made my own cards and then just went live and started doing them. And people asked me for help and I, and I started reading them. And one girl actually was really touched by her reading and um, actually kind crystal. She has her own crystal shop and she ended up, she also happened to be in Toronto and she gifted this beautiful like moon quartz mm. and, um, and like a lion holder. And I felt like it really represented my name with the masculine, you know, and feminine balance or whatever, oh, you know. So. so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so I you, you know. Yes. Yes. So I want to know about your spiritual awakening. Like, I feel like you're someone who probably knew at a young age that you had a lot of work to do and that you had a big mission here. So at what point did you kind of have that awakening? And when did you start? You mentioned that you, you know, you just kind of started by happenstance just for expression. Um, So how did that all kind of come into play? So, um, in this lifetime, I knew that I definitely came in with a big mission. I just knew that since I was a kid, I, I basically feel like everything that I'm starting to finally understand consciously, uh, because I have like the intellectual comprehension now that I didn't, let's say when I was a child. Right. But Mm -hmm. like, I was already led to all this info, for example, like about new world order, like intergalactic history and earth and all of that. Like, and as to who I am, I actually came across that kind of info by the time I knew how to read English. Right. Because I knew that I wasn't from here. My parents actually would call me in Korean fourth dimensional being, um, which is like a nickname for people who are just kind of like very different right and and, or or they even called me an alien my sister actually thought when we were a child she thought I was an alien she was really skeptical of me so she knew something was up and just in my heart I just knew like none of it made sense like even going to school like and nothing I just knew like what we were being taught wasn't interesting and there was just more to what what it actually was so I was always in seeking mode um I've definitely been seeking and I was reading up all the books on you know extraterrestrials aliens mythologies and all of that so I wasn't new to any of the information that is really being becoming really popular right now right because as a lot of people are waking up whereas for me I've always just been in that kind of state from for as long as I can remember and I remember when I was like I think at one point I was 15 I came across like a Pleiadian channeling for the first time and I think it was Barbara Marciniak's channel Mm -hmm. about the Pleiadians and but I remember when I read it I was like oh my god like it was a soul shock something just like all of a sudden just like it just made sense and I just felt like so much 
presence around me and I just felt really sleepy afterwards. And that's when I had my first like really lucid um, astral experience. And that's when it really started increasing too, like Mm -hmm. my psychic abilities. And I didn't know what was happening at the time. So it was just extremely overwhelming. And at that time, like there wasn't as much info as there is now about multidimensionality and and metaphysics and whatever we're going through. Right. So of course, you know, and, you know, but there's a lot of like fear around um, astral projection and all all this stuff. Right. So I'm, I'm like, I didn't know what to believe or think. So I kind of tried to shut it off. Mm -hmm. I was really fighting it for a long time, maybe for a year where I just, you know, I would constantly be induced into an astral state. Like I would just come out of my body where I was taken to places and I just, and I won't be able to remember most of it by the Mm -hmm. time I wake up. So I had to like tune it off. So that's when I really started to try and focus my attention towards more worldly things like external ambitions. And for a while, I purposely kind of tuned out of my uh, spiritual or psychic senses, but it was for a reason. And eventually when I was like 25, you know, I was hitting a lot of roadblocks in my life because I was running away from my natural gifts. Right. Mm. And things happened where it really caused me to step back. And eventually I had a breakdown moment where I I just kind of like, I was like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, I don't know what it is I'm running away from. Right. And I was like on my knees, not wondering why none of my life made any sense. And, and then all of a sudden I had like this enlightening moment and it's like, I suddenly shifted my connection back to my higher self. And it's, it's almost like I had a walk-in moment, Mm -hmm. but I knew it wasn't walk-in. It was more so like, I was, it was, it felt like what I was like when I was a child again, when I was tuned into my higher self. So I feel like what happened there was for about like 10 years since I got activated, galactically activated when I was like 15 till maybe like 25, my higher self like temporarily shut off my multidimensional senses just so I can go through like humanly experience and really focus on what it's like being a human during this time. Right. Like being a part of the matrix and, you know, trying to make my place in the world. So that's what I did, but obviously it was never a vibrational match for me. So when it was time and for me to step into my true identity and my soul mission, my higher self, basically like kicked my ass Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and since I was like I'm 30 now but since 25 it's like I spent the later half of my 20s really just focusing on self-actualization and discovering remembering who I am and healing really deep work soul work and all of that and And here I am. And I understand why I had to start early because of the time that we're in now. 
I did. I knew that we were going to be going through a shift. I actually knew something was coming even before the COVID pandemic um, came about. I just knew, but I didn't know it was going to be this obvious and this in the face. So yeah. I can see why my higher self was like, nope, you got to get ready because you need to step into who you are and your mission so that you can really guide people uh when shit hits the yes. fan. and it and really did like, <laughs> and I feel like there's something to be said about that dance between um having those different seasons of like deep work where maybe your like outer world isn't like moving forward in the way that you want it to be because you're meant to be in this state of no like stay home, do the fucking work. And then you'll have these seasons where it's like, okay, now I have my like earth job to do and my human stuff to do. And you'll see a lot of like forward momentum in your life, your career, your finances. And then it's like, before you know it, it's like, okay, shit, I got more work to do. Yeah, I I totally agree. I feel like our lives are so seasonal and that's exactly it. So for someone who maybe doesn't have that clarity on what their soul mission is, where would you suggest starting? I would suggest definitely working, you know, that deep shadow work and healing, right? And it always starts back to going back to your roots, Uh, look to what you were like when you were a child and you'll actually uncover a lot of keys there. I really think that a lot of we basically come in pure, right? Like before the world conditions us to be not whoever we're supposed to be. And if you actually trace back to your childhood, you'll be able to discover the times where you kind of came out of alignment. And I say that for any type of shadow work, it always starts with inner child healing and and healing your relationship to your mother and your father with your parents, because your relationship to your parents is going to be the biggest indicator to your current um, relationship to the divine to the mother and father aspect of God, right? And at the end of the day, spirituality, connecting to your soul or your higher self is about becoming more aware of and cultivating that deeper relationship to God. And God is, you know, whoever it it's not and i'm not religious in any sense it's just the infinite creator consciousness in Mm -hmm. which you are also a conduit for right so it's discovering your divinity and your power and it comes down to your roots like Mm -hmm. i always it's funny that i always feel the need to say that to when i'm like god and like i talk about god and i'm like i'm not religious but god (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm like, I'm not religious. I don't go to church, nothing. Like I actually grew up in a Buddhist um, upbringing. I went to a Buddhist kindergarten. So like actually like, you know, meditating and all of that wasn't new to me. It was actually, it was something that was normal in my upbringing. But um, I think, but God wasn't something that was really a thing in buddhism it's really about really cultivating your own divinity and your own buddhic state but it's not it wasn't really until um let's say i think when i was 25 i I actually when i was about in 2018 or so uh when i was uh shifted into really really shifted into my ascension path that's when i really started cultivating my relationship to god and that really required me to go back 
to healing my relationship to my family and my parents and all that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, it is all interconnected for sure. So back to kind of that healing, like, so what are those steps that you would take? So when it comes to like healing the parental wound, were you like going to counseling or were you like journaling? Were you tapping? Like, what were the things that you did to really like face that wound and clear it for good? Because I know some of us is like, I know what my fucking mommy issue is and I think I've worked on it, but then it comes back. It's so true. And I think sometimes when that happens is because there are certain parts of yourself, your soul is like, it's consciousness, right? There are parts of you that are trapped in time and space. And oftentimes we actually forget even those moments. And a lot of the times it's also your past lives as well. And behind it are emotions that are trapped. So when I, when I can't really figure out what the block is and whatever it is that I'm dealing with, but I know I have a block surrounding a certain issue, I know that there is some sort of release that must happen. And it's those emotions that are trapping my awareness of it right so when that happens like there are actually a couple like so many different modality modalities that you can seek mine really started actually when I attended personal development forum called landmark landmark forum yeah I've only ever attended the first one but that's when it really ignited Um, my childhood healing for me and I just kind of like bursted out of the conference crying didn't realize I had so much so much trapped grief in there right Mm -hmm. Um, so that was one and then after that I started you know becoming more aware of what what happened and and another one that was huge for me was when I first did plant medicine uh, and, um, out of the blue, I, I, it's not plant medicine. Isn't something like that. I rely on it's, I definitely think it's a sacred elder and it's a tool. Uh, so I don't recommend doing it for recreational uses, but the one, the first time I ever did shrooms, I discovered how much grief I was holding on to grief and self-hate I was holding on to within my own being. I remember like I cried like, oh my God. It's like, I cried 20 something years worth of tears Yeah, during that time for like hours and hours. And then the purging, you know, went on for weeks and eventually my next steps kind of showed up, my intuition increased. And other than that, like, I think that self-work really requires number one, your intention and two, your devotion. Mm -hmm. And when those two things are aligned, um, you will be guided. You are on this path already. Your higher self is going to throw incidences and thoughts and um, events and people and helpers along the way. You just need to set the intention and commit to yourself that you're devoted into doing this healing work and it will naturally happen. And you do really need to create that space in your life for the healing to happen through you. Right. Yeah. And like, that's, that's one thing I always have to remind myself, like, it's not like riding a bike where you like do the healing once and then you're like, okay, good. Now I don't have to do it again. 
No, yeah, it's like, I feel like we have bursts and then you go through like integration moment and then, and then it's like, you're on the upside and then you enjoy that for a while. And then all of a sudden you're hitting the next layer of every time you're going through, through your, like, um, every time you're about to expand, it's going to require you to release that layer of density that's blocking it too, right? Yeah. So when your life starts to go sh- to shit or like if it just starts feeling like a roadblock or a feeling a little dense, it's not because you're regressing. I always say it's because there's more light hitting your awareness that you're becoming aware of the density that you have to drop. And, and that's how you expand. Right. Yes. I I think that's the stage I'm in. I've been feeling like I've been hit by a bus lately. (laughs) Oh my God, girl. Like it's because we're about to go through major feminine upgrades right now. Like the solar eclipse that happened on April 30th, which is, was actually my birthday. And I knew it was very symbolic. It's the Empress energy really being, being grounded on the planet right now as, as as we have to talk about the moon in a bit. Oh my God. Like this is, this is huge. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because (laughs) I feel like a lot of people are feeling this eclipse. And so you think that, so you're saying that this is like the, this is kind of like the feminine and rising that we've all been waiting for yes so basically um are you familiar with like the saturn moon matrix not particularly no yeah so we have what's called like an organic moon basically like the 3d is an artificial simulation. We're already in fourth density of reality currently, but the 3D reality is an artificial simulation that is generated by the moon. The moon is an artificial construct, um, and which actually is like a portal for Saturn. It's it's a whole thing. Anyway, that- Can I ask a question about that just to like wrap my brain around yeah. it? So, and the way I kind of see like the third dimension is that it's like a playground that our souls have come here to use to ascend higher. Is that, is that kind of accurate? Yeah, yes, that is correct. The 3D was initially created as a mystery school, but also the entire earth is a mystery school, even in the different densities. Um, the true earth, the true earth begins in 5D and up. 5D and up is organic. And that is where like it's a true mystery school, but you don't have the veil of forgetfulness, um, like and separation like we do in 3D. 3D D was also like another, you know, it's another deep layer. It's, it's, it's like one of the hardest schools in the universe, but the, obviously the negative alien forces, the, uh, they, they dominated the 3d matrix and they inverted everything of this realm. And, but what's happening right now is that their time is up and because of the solar cycle that we're in and and the and the way that they began their domination began with controlling the moon and the moon that we see here actually we 3d is not even a real planet it's like that's why there are so many flat earthers are out there saying we live in a dome because essentially 
and and from one perspective yes they are right we are living in a simulation like a dome like simulation but true planets around but true true reality starts at 5d and up and that is the shift that we're going back into at the moment so we haven't actually been on a real planet okay. but all the realities all the dimensions coexist at once right here okay and I've been looking into like the firm, like the firmament and like the underworld. Is this kind of related? It's all related just because we are on the third density. Um, we have, well, well, this is the illusion that people have been in. And that's why it's constructed that way, because it's really like an artificial simula holographic simulation. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I have to go back to the basics. So let me let me start from scratch, because okay. I feel like I started off in the middle. Okay. So, <laughs> So right now we're going through the universe. We're in a universe that is going through an expansion cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So you have what's called a mother omniverse, which is basically like the, the true heavenly realms of all that is in which all universes originate from, right? And these are what you may consider gates of heaven but in god let's say god creator consciousness whatever whatever you want to call it in in expanding her creation she's not going to be experimenting within her own realm so what happens is she creates when she creates like new universes she creates them into like a, more of an experimental one so we are in what's called called a holographic universal time matrix so this universe created um was created into a holographic form which is a which is a duplicate of like the organic universe but only from the first to the 12th dimension the or organic omniverse exists up to, all the way up to 15th dimension and even above actually but right now we're in a cycle where this universe is going through ascension and it's not just this planet that's going through ascension right now it's um it's actually the entire cosmos the entire not just this galaxy but the entire universe where it's ready to shift up into a higher evolution so it can be merged back into oneness with the mother omniverse which is the heavenly realms right and at that point that that's when earth is going to be like a blessed uh version of itself organic version of itself and be um in her true state okay. so this is what's happening right now like earth had you know like we live in a multiverse where you have so many different timelines you have so many different parallel universes and all of that that's just because it that's just the way of this universe expanding and creating and you know shifting and changing a bunch of different like infinite possibilities but yeah. what's happening right now with ascension ascension doesn't mean it's shifting higher what it means it's collapsing into oneness mm -hmm. so we're gonna have um and this is what we mean by shifting timelines it basically means like all the different timelines all the different parallel universes are basically constantly uh collapsing and deleting and merging into a higher timeline a higher version so that when we have the final one the final timeline that is one 
with organic coding of the mother omniverse, which is in alignment with God, essentially, where law of one is an effect. That is the one. We, that's when you call it Christ. Um, when it's into a Christed version of itself, that's when we're going to merge back with the organic omniverse. And this is why this ascension cycle is huge and the entire cosmos is paying attention to our planetary ascension right now because Earth is basically like the, we're like the microcosmic focus of where all this multi, this ascension process is taking place. Okay. Okay. Amazing. So I want to know like what that is going to look and feel like. I know like a lot of people, myself included, like I'm sometimes like I'm already in 5D. Like I already feel that like, but, and it kind of feels like right now there are two different dimensions. Well, essentially three different dimensions existing at once. What is that actually going to look like on the physical plane? And like, when do we foresee that actually happening? Yeah. So basically we already, we already back in 2012, we already shifted into the fourth dimension and the third dimension has been running um, only from the place of our consciousness where we're keeping the 3d artificial construct in place solely through the mind control programs that are out there, which is basically the moon, the Saturn moon matrix, right? So mm-hmm. that is what keeps the 3D um, reality running. And we, even though we're existing in the fourth density level of reality, we're at simultaneously, we are living out the illusion of 3D at the moment. But what people mean, you're aware of the grand, great solar flash that everyone's talking about, right? Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah. So when that happens, what that essentially means is that you're going to have the 3D artificial moon matrix is going to be collapsed once and for all. It's going to be purified and all the lower densities for a second, third density is going to be merged into fourth density and now fourth density is just going to be the base of the multi-dimensionality of this universe mm. and if you are a being who is ready for the fifth uh, density level of experience and that is the level of a reality that you are going to be able to exist in but if you are in the earth school and you've never graduated past um, the third density level of experience ever, then you are going to be shifted up into the fourth density level of um, experience during this time. And well, it's and fourth, purified. And fourth dimension is a lot about awakening too. So it's like in third dimension, they're completely asleep. In fourth dimension, they're awakening, which is kind of like a tool for them to get to fifth dimension. Exactly. So right now, you and I, Amber, we are living and operating on, a, on, a, on, on fourth dimension already because we are aware of our, you know, intuitive senses. We're, you know, we're constructing our soul and living our life on the quantum level, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're aware of your multidimensionality, um, that is where it means you're on your fourth dimension. But the difference between fourth dimension and fifth dimension is this, is that in fourth dimension, you are multidimensional, but your multidimensional experience is still fractionalized, mm-hmm. where 
like your experience of multidimensionality is still separate in in separation mode right so that's that's what we mean by going into like astral state or you know um or we meditate and we tap into higher senses or whatever right or you talk to your guides and you talk to this guide or that guide or whatever it is but when you are in fifth dimension your multidimensionality collapses into one and you are collapsed into one, merged into one being. You're going to be a singular avatar. So the face of my multidimensionality in fifth dimension is going to be myself, so me, but I'm going to have the awareness of the entirety of my oversoul, which are all the different versions of me that have existed throughout the holographic multiverse in which we're which we're in a time that's all collapsing and merging into one now you know yes okay so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality if you are listening to this i am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional and that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz, and every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant, and I get so many compliments on it. It's called the Sunray Necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5D consciousness collection if you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of The Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes, a discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. And so you've connected with these other versions of yourself, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And so, and this is kind of like the remembrance work, right? Yes. So if someone wants to dive deeper into their remembrance work, I know like the shadow work is number one. Um, Mm -hmm. and like the more we release and the more we just simply ask for the guidance and, and, you know, are really on a path with discipline to seeking the answers kind of come to us. Um, but are there any other specific tips for remembrance that you can share? Yeah, like number one, like we talked about is definitely purification of the ego and that deep healing work so that you can really get clear with your channel. And second, it's also um, really allowing your divine feminine come into light. You have to, we live in a world where it hasn't been safe for our souls 
which is our higher self or our spirit to be in the light, right? We have to constantly um, serve our ego versus our soul. So our divine feminine within us, or our, which is essentially our intuition, our wisdom, our soul or whatever has, you know, been trained not to trust our own selves, right? So we need to create that safe space for her to come out. And for us to do that, it's not just purification from the inside. We have to purify our bodies and also our reality around us. So if we still are engaging in like toxic or karmic patterns and agreements are like, our divine feminine is not going to come out to play and your intuition is not going to be at work. So the more we create that safe space and start choosing her, then she's going to come out more and she's going to show you the way as to what you should be doing next. Mm-hmm. So basically what I call that is like my in, inner GPS, right? Yeah. My divine GPS. I, I'm turning my divine GPS on, but in order for my divine GPS to continue working, I have to show my divine self that I'm listening to her and I'm actually doing what she's guiding me to do. Because as soon as I don't listen to her, then that's when she's going to have trust issues with me and she's going to retract, right? Keeping your word to yourself is like the number one thing. And I think my highest self is telling me I need to stop watching Real Housewives because that's feminine. You know what, actually, it may actually be important for you in your current uh, soul mission right now, because I feel like as a crystal starcy too, you are a bridge for people in different realities, right? So you can connect to the people who may be binge watching Real Housewives, whereas you can also really have this deep conversation and understand the soul work. But that's what I think. Worlds. Yeah. That's what I, I literally think that. I'm like, I think yeah. I'm supposed to still drink wine and watch Real Housewives because yeah. then people will relate to me and I will like bridge exactly. them to higher consciousness. Exactly. And I really, I really believe that sometimes, you know, we contract, um, we have different contracts and we need, and we need like the people who are doing this bridging work within consciousness, we need to be available in the, all the different levels and areas, because we're not just going to forget like one group versus the other, right? God doesn't work that way. Exactly. There's got to be like someone for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll keep watching. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I've been convinced. Okay. So I want to talk about what this means in terms of like the corruption and like chaos here and on earth. Like I know some it's, I'm always like, you know, you know, love always wins. Light always wins. We've already won. But then sometimes I see all the new like restrictions and stuff and like the WHO and the world economic forum. And I get kind of roped in and I'm like, okay, this is kind of scary. So it's like, how do we like stay in a high vibration and not go into fear? And like, what's the balance between knowing what's going on in the world and like being an avoidance about it? Mm-hmm. I feel like those are like three different questions. So yeah. I'm going to try to answer what I can. I think that basically 
I see the world. So I'm, I'm definitely a big picture thinker. I always shift my awareness very much at like the cosmic level. It's just how I am designed during this time for what I'm supposed to do. I just see things at more of an energetic and macro level. That's just where my mind goes to. Right. Yeah. So everything happens for me at the alchemical level. So it always, everything trickles down from like the higher dimensions until it hits our reality, right? So this is the theme of what's been happening on the energetic level. Like we've been in a world where the law of polarity has been targeted. So, and it started by inverting everything, like literally everything. So the divine, the, we, we lost sense of the divine feminine and masculine energy on the planet and it's been the distorted masculine energy that has been in structure but this distorted masculine energy has been serving and then aligned and catering to the dark mother which is the wounded feminine energy right the distorted feminine energy and that's what that's it all stems from like the the moon matrix and as that collapses we're seeing like uh we're seeing our own coding like our own genetic makeup literally change as we activate our light body and we shift back into our you know organic code and the divine feminine and masculine energies within us come back on. And right now, what's the state of the planet right now? A lot of the divine feminines have been um, turned on and tuned in and they are actually shining, meaning they're stepping into their soul mission, which is basically a lot of self-expression and shining the truth, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where you may have seen me really being really potent and, you know, very yeah. loud with my truth because and I was really called to, you know, create a life of authenticity, authenticity, but that is me stepping into my soul mission during this time. As we're doing that, we're calling in the divine masculine energy within us and around us. And right now, the great solar flash that everyone's been talking about, that is actually the, the significance of divine masculine energy being anchored back onto this planet where it's in union with the divine feminine energy and it causes that zero point within creation. And it literally like shifts this reality and our own beings out of a quantum portal and back into like the to like another reality where it's or the true version of reality right mm -hmm. so basically this 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 conversation can go on forever yeah. but basically what i'm saying is divine masculine energy is about to rise up right now and we are so close but it's not just going to be the divine masculines. It's going to be the divine masculine energy within us. And that's why I am doing that. I finally started actually taking this whole ascension guidance more seriously, right. understanding that it's not just for myself. I, you know, I, I was called to be in service for others from the beginning, but I just didn't take it seriously. Whereas now I'm like, no, I have to start taking it seriously. I have to treat this as my main thing. 
um, as to who I am rather than still identifying myself as like an ex real estate agent or whatever. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, uh, and it's, and I'm seeing that through my own alchemy right now where I'm really choosing my own soul self um the divine masculine is choosing the divine feminine within me Mm -hmm. and and as that comes into balance i feel that that's what's really going to activate the stargate and cause and open up the ascension gates Mm, beautiful so what would you say to the people that are like we need to get off the grid we need to like you know throw our cell phones away like that they think like you know we're literally that it's going to be we're going to be living in a communist world and we're going to have to be like in hiding and like living in a commune I think those you know that 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 you know everyone's on a different place in within their own ascension journey we got to realize that we live in a reality where and that's the amazing and cool thing about the earth school you get souls at different levels of awareness and of evolution and different contracts to fulfill during this lifetime but we are all at different stages and places for a reason so that we can alchemize and assist each other and this is the role of where people who are not in fear um the the star seeds who are really tuned into the highest timeline really come into effect because we already know what's going to happen because we've already seen the future because we are from the future right we're just anchoring our being in and that is our reality Uh, we just i just don't believe in any of this fear propaganda and in this possibility but i understand that some souls are gonna be really tuned in to the fear version of the timelines during this time so i i think that right now like you know it's showing grace like from i think it depends on which perspective we're talking about like from from where we are like i think it's embraced that that is not our my our lesson during this time yeah. um but i am here to assist those people yeah. and how i can do that i can't shove what i know at them but i can only shine my own light so i'm just gonna have to just keep on self-expressing my own self and guiding people and really like spreading my core frequency and i feel that Uh, When you are aligned and when you are speaking from your heart and your spirit, um, and I mean, those are light codes in there, right? Mm -hmm. So even if people aren't even aware, they don't know what you're talking about just yet, they can feel the light codes in, um, they actually receive the light codes that you're emitting because like they can feel if their heart's open and they can feel through the heart resonance that there's some something there to it right mm-hmm. and eventually that's how it starts like shifting their consciousness and their their alignment and all of all of it so um i think that who you spend time with is important who you listen to is really important mm-hmm. um i also think we shouldn't just turn off turn a blind eye to what's happening in the world yeah I think part of it is to be aware of what's happening in the world but shine light on it being like I, I the fear can't get to me and that's how yeah. you transmute it you know like it's like knowing what's there 
but still not letting the fear get to you and still knowing where you are and where you're going. And that's how you end up feeding the highest timeline versus the lower timeline. Mm -hmm. And that is something that you can, you have the power over within your own simulation. And that is how you choose your own timeline. Yes. And I, when I think one thing that I believe too, and again, not religious, but the one thing from religion or from, you know, the, the old teachings of God that I do believe is that when you are, they would say like saved by God, but I believe that when you have a relationship with God, you are already safe. And as long as you trust and have faith in that, then you will you will find the solutions, the loopholes, the safety, the protection, like even if, you know, things do go a little bit awry before they get better. And so all we can really do is like anchor in that, like, like that Christ consciousness, like that knowing and that trusting of, of God. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I feel like in order for you to really cultivate and deepen that relationship with God, you really can't fake this. No, this is really the, this is where, you know, like you really do have to trust and surrender and you have to really have gone through that purification process mm-hmm. with your own ego to be able to surrender to faith. Right. Mm-hmm. And when you surrender to faith, you are already anchored into the highest timeline because you understand that life is eternal. You are aware that you are a multidimensional being having you know, temporarily limiting experience, but you know, you're more than this. And none of this, like, it's, it's like, you have to get to a point where you're going to still be okay, even if everything is stripped away from you. Yes. But you're okay, because at the end of the day, you are an eternal being. And even if you were to die, you're like, oh, that's great. Like, what's yeah. the next my journey? Like, exactly. <laughs> We have to stop being afraid of death. Like, I feel like that's what it is. Like when we're so afraid of death or we're so afraid of our ego's death and like our, like our possessions being taken away from us, like, how can you be happy if that's your, that fear is constantly on your mind? Yeah. And I think it all comes back down to, you know, after you do that healing work, it's that remembrance work. When you really remember, remember your, you know, yourself as this cosmic infinite being like it just almost seems like this human life too it's just it's, it, it, I don't know it just seems like a joke compared to the vastness of all that you are so you're like okay well that's fine because I'm so much more than what I am now like- I, I, I remember even like as a kid like I would get in trouble be sent to my room and I remember just like laying on the floor being like I'm really this doesn't matter like this is like yeah you're this but like this you're so much more than this so like this literally doesn't matter you are not even you like you are yeah. not even <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember this happening. Well, I wish, I wish when we were kids, we knew each other. I know. <laughs> because like, I felt so alone as a kid. I thought like, I just couldn't have these type of conversations. And I just didn't know how I knew certain things were, you know, like, and I thought I was alone. 
No. But now I realize I wasn't, we were scattered all over the place for a reason. And I think, I think it sounds like you were also like activated since you were, you, you, you were like tuned in. I was definitely activated and tuned in. I was like obsessed with astrology. I was obsessed with learning about, you know, the planets and learning about witches and learning about um, different, you know, different powers and yeah. And, but then I, I feel like it, I turned it off, of course. Yeah. I feel to your point, like that happened for a reason so that I would go through like a bunch of drama and bullshit. And then I would like work my way out of it and then reactivate the gifts. And oh then God, exactly. more relatable because if we were like, just these like woo woo little freaks forever. <laughs> Like, Did you no, love Sailor Moon? Yeah, I I had all the Sailor Moon toys. Yeah, um, me Sailor, too. I like I love Sailor Jupiter. She was my favorite. Oh, but yeah, it was like that was just my vibe. But again, like it's like who would take like people don't necessarily like take that seriously if you aren't relatable in like the human arm, right? Well, I think what, and it's interesting because you and I both went to a fashion school. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Did we talk about that? Yeah. I, yeah. I remember you, you mentioned you went to a fashion school, right? Yeah. 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 Where did you go? Yeah. I went to Blanche McDonald. Nice. Is that in Ontario? No, it's in Vancouver. Yeah, I, were, I went to Ryerson University. Oh, you did. That. That's the big leagues. Yeah, yeah, and I don't even know how I graduated, but <laughs> oh, same. Like uh, yeah. I like skirted by, like barely. I think, but... I think you know what it is. It's because because when you're spiritual, you're creative, right? Yes. The healing energy yep. is sexual energy, which is creative energy, and the only outlet for creativity at the time, you know, is art. and and the only in like industry that is you know creative and whatever was fashion so you're like oh you you," and you know like you you end up like trying out like different so you know templates that are laid out before you so you're like okay well obviously I know I'm not going to go into anything academic because I know it's all bullshit anyway so I'm going to go into something creative and then I want exactly how I like I was like I'm not going to fucking university like that's bullshit (laughs) and then I realized the industry was bullshit too the industry was such bullshit the most (laughs) bullshit but I also find a lot of hair like when I was doing like spiritual mentoring a lot of my clients were hairstylists as well hairstylists fashion yeah I think I think because we don't know where to put like this creative and healing and spiritual energy to play until we really discover our own selves and our gifts right So I think that is really coming online for a lot of us at the moment. But in the meantime, we still got to find a creative outlet where we can have some sort of a living, right? For me, I went into fashion and then I got into sales and then I got into business and real estate and all. So totally off of what I I was in sales. I was in like tech sales. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I also think maybe God wanted us to be into fashion so that pe- we would like look really good and like attract people <laughs> to listen to us talk about God. Yeah, you know, I think I think so too. And then it's interesting because it's like I started off in a very feminine like industry or like school or whatever. Like all my you know kids that I went to school with were gr- creative girls, like really really talented girls, were like gay guys in yeah. Canada and like 
And then I graduate. I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm not that talented. Okay, never mind. <laughs> You're like somehow I ended up in like fitness competitions and went into a very masculine like. Yeah, like I found I, myself in very like masculine like industries and yeah. environment. Like I, I became like a gym rat. Like like you know like bodybuilding and fitness competitions like you know dictated my life for like a like five years almost and like I went into corporate real estate which was super masculine right yeah but I feel like it was all training for what I'm supposed to do during this time because I'm bringing in balance between the polarity of sexual dynamics right so in in order to do so in order so to bring the divine feminine and intuitive wisdom of the mother divine mother I need to be able to speak the language of men which is the patriarchal society that we are living in right now right Mm -hmm. so that's why I think that's why God pushed me into the most very hyper masculine structures Mm -hmm. and really cultivated that masculine energy within me so I can balance it out within all this like creative and intuitive um, gifts that I have and um, so that I can really help bridge people um, during this time you know yes so beautiful oh my gosh I feel like we could talk for hours I just have one more question quickly because like uh-huh. I love when you oh my go- god it's already seven of four I years. know last question I promise then I'll let you go <laughs> no I can't believe it, it was <laughs> so fast okay spaceships what uh-huh. is going on with the spaceships <laughs> oh my god cool so, so I, I it's so interesting that like um, MSM like mainstream media is finally ramping up the gear for for like, you know, UFO sightings, like the Pentagon was declassified what like sometime mid last year and we didn't really hear much about it. Um, But that's because everything has been kind of delayed. Um, It's just because they're just afraid. Like you're aware of Project Bluebeam, right? Yes. So my question was more so around like your connection to spaceship. You talk about Sarah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to know about. Yeah, it's basically all connected, meaning like, okay, so how do I even explain this? First of all, okay, before before we end this off, like, I want to say Project uh, Bluebeam is bullshit. The Galactics will never allow it. Sarah, who who is my 5D Palladian Sky Crew self, right, who I am tuned into, she is me. I am her. She is working as like sky crew command. So it's like, it's, this is multidimensionality, right? So she, her job, her role is a little different. Whereas my role as Somi is being down here and integrating my 3d self and healing and doing this like cosmic liaison work. Whereas Sarah, which is like a split version of my already ascended self, who is working in the skies and anchoring in new earth grid in the the crystalline grid above and really being kind of like a commander type for other sky crew star seeds okay so this is where it gets confusing but you are gonna have a bunch of different multi-dimensional avatars of yourself and this is what people may call their guides their spirit guides or their et guides or whatever 
But the one that ones that you are going to be tuned into, if you're tuned into your highest, truest original self, which is essentially God, you're only going to be tuned in to the Christed versions of you. Mm -hmm. So Sarah being a Christed avatar of mine, who is also helping me to align, align myself so that I can go through ascension. She is basically me working above and, you know, who, who is really kind of like has, is able to really make changes within my immediate simulation and sending me clues and ascension clues and things like that. And she will have spaceships like crafts where she makes herself known at times. Mm. And you, if you, you will be able to do that during this time, every star seed has a spaceship you are like you are gonna be existing in several different dimensions you are gonna have your own fleet and starship that you are also a part of you are gonna have a 5d version of yourself already you are of course gonna have the higher even higher aspects of yourself but the ones that you are gonna be interacting with the most during this time should be your 5d self because the final step is in us merging with our 5d self right so when ascension happens sarah and i are gonna merge into one where sarah is gonna become me and i'm gonna end up encompassing all the memories and awareness that sarah also has as her sky crew self so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a little bit of a mind fuck but it's just (laughs) it's just well i no, i love it and this is like the remembering work so if we're like okay i want to connect to my 5d self like is there any like certain protection we need to do? Or are we just sending out the signal and being like, Hey, ready to chat with you? What, like, what's the process there? Yeah. I, I always say, don't focus on who you want to speak to. Just focus on connecting to your highest, truest, original self. Because okay. at that point, if you connect to your highest self, that is one with one with God, the infinite source and creator in Christ's light, then you are automatically going to be tuned into the different avatars, Christed avatars of yourself. So right now, this is where I'm at within my own ascension journey. Sarah has already collapsed and merged with all the different Christed multidimensional aspects. So basically, she already collapsed and merged with my Lyran self, my Arcturian self, my Andromedan self, all these different versions of me that are already Christed. And now the final one is Sarah, who is in 5D. And now Sarah and I have to get online where she's waiting for me to integrate all of my 3D self so that I am one in 4D. So now if it's just so me purely in 4D and I, I don't have any more of the 3D you know, illusion programs anymore, that's when I merge with Sarah and myself. And as so me, I'm going to become the ultimate face of my multidimensionality. Okay. And when is this happening for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It depends on your soul contract. So there are three different waves of ascension, just like there were three waves of volunteers. But what about like the solar flash? Like, is that going to happen at the same time? 
Yeah, so I believe that the first solar flash, the major one that's going to happen soon, is only for the first wave of ascension. Okay. And I think it's going to be around like a few million mark. And I think those are the star seeds who are already have who have already actively been doing the work on the fourth dimensional level, you know, I wonder if I'll make the cut. I think you will. Like, I think you have to, if you're aware of all of this. Yeah. And, but we will also be like, just because we're not going anywhere. It's right. We're just shifting back into oneness and we're going to encompass higher awareness of our infinite versions of ourselves so and we're going to have to continue doing the work in 4d being a bridge between 5d and 4 we're going to be like building new earth in 5d but at the same time projecting ourselves into 4d and helping to shift the next wave of ascension so like whatever you're doing right now is setting up the groundwork for what you're going to do. Okay. So if you guys are listening to this being like, I need help on this journey. I want to ascend. I want to connect to my highest selves. You need to book a reading with Silmi and she's going to help you, right? Yes. <laughs> I basically, so basically what I do is I basically extend out my channel. I know that it can get, you know, confusing during this ascension journey and it does take time for us to really purify our channel what i do during that time i act as a divine mirror so basically i can tap into your highest self your own akashic records which is basically where the unified field and i am a mirror for your highest truest original self and i help you rediscover and get aligned to your original solar blueprint and also basically tell you anything that's relevant for your divine and ascension path. And um, I also do want to address that my guidance is going to be growth oriented. So if you're in there to hear what you want to hear, I'm not that person. But no, if I think you- my followers know I'm a tough luck too yeah (laughs) I think that's why you you gravitated towards me in the first place exactly yeah I for me it comes from a higher place of love where I want you to evolve I want you to grow and expand and I want you to be the purest embodiment of your truest self so that we can collectively you know ascend by ascension, become one with God and be like the next lineage of these divine galactic humans. And have fun and look good doing it. Yeah, (laughs) so important. Okay, this was so amazing. Thank you so much for letting us go over time. You were just a wealth of knowledge and everyone that listens to this show is going to be so excited. So go book your readings with Somi. We're going to link you guys to everything in the show notes. Where else can we find you? What's your Instagram? My Instagram is Somi Ora, O-R-A. By the way, I just want to say, I love how we ended uh, this off at 13 minutes into and I've been seeing 13 a lot lately. I did. I actually post, I actually share, I was having a a conversation about 13 with my friend yesterday. And then I saw your post today about 13 and I forwarded it to her. 
I love it. It's, a, it's about us stepping into our soul mission and entering the 13th cosmic cycle, the return of the divine masculine within us, the return of raw, the law of oneness and this entire universal ascension back into a place of love. And that is what we're doing right now, folks. Yes. Okay, you guys, we're going to link you to all things. So me, we're going to link you to her website, her Instagram, wrote a book, a reading. Yes. Yes. So me aura, so me dot aura. Thank yes. you guys so much for listening. If you love this episode, which I know you did, rate us five stars, share it to your Instagram, DM me, DM so me, let us know that you loved it. Share it to your stories. It's all about karma. It's all about love. So hope you guys loved it. Let us know and we will catch you guys next week. Bye guys. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 